Nick Dar here with Big Z Media. Hope you enjoy the episodes of Business Over Brew and pleased to have the Riverbend Growth Association as the sponsor of this program. You know, our missions are kind of the same, really. We're uh, attempting to educate people about business, foster business in the Riverbend community. Uh, the Big Z has been a member of the Growth Association forever, probably back to our inception uh, as a company almost. We have always been members of the Growth Association have gotten a lot of benefits from it. There's so many networking opportunities you can take advantage of. I've met so many great people uh, just because I've been a member of the Growth Association and taken advantage of all the events that they have, uh, plus just some of the resources they provide you, the relationships you build, um, just lots of great reasons to join the Growth Association. They do a lot of great things in the community as well. They highlight a different nonprofit every month. Um, so really, they're, they're just invested in the community here, and especially the small business community, which is what Business Over Brew is really all about, which is helping the small business community because it's so important to any community to have a thriving business community. And, and the Growth Association has really helped with that. Um, if you want more information about joining or events that might be coming up, they have events all the time that you should definitely take advantage of. I'm going to give you the website to go to. Just head to growthassociation.com. You can get a membership directory. You can see who's taking advantage of it. Um, you can see about the events that are there. Learn more about possibly becoming a member. Um, or if you already are a member, uh, you can find out what's going on with the Growth Association at growthassociation.com. So just again, big thank you to the Riverbend Growth Association for sponsoring Business Over a Brew. Welcome to Business Over a Brew. Nick Dar here with you. Pleased to be joined in this episode by... Chris and Aaron Veloff from the Brown Bag Bistro. We are joining you. We always film business over a brew here at the Great Rivers Tap and Grill inside the Best Western Premier Hotel here in Alton. Terrific restaurant if you get a chance to check it out. I highly re recommend you do so. And another restaurant I highly recommend to check out is the Brown Bag Bistro. So uh, Chris or Aaron, whoever wants to start, if you could just give us a little thumbnail sketch of when the business got started, how it got started, and, and, and just how this idea came to you and kind of the, the history of the business. Okay, well, cheers, first of yes, all. Yes, absolutely. Having us. Thank you. Um, we opened uh, this April 3rd will be our five-year anniversary, and I think it was on a whim. We just decided to open it. Um, we owned the building next door. I had started it as the 1904 General Store, which is a candy and gift shop, and it's very difficult to sustain something like that on sure. its own. And my brother and I had the opportunity to buy the building next door, and we decided to open up a restaurant. Although my brother and sister-in-law are no longer a part of it, Aaron and I have bought them out, and uh, we are the operators of the restaurant, and, and it's just been a dream come true. Aaron had just graduated from college and uh, has been with Popped there. Popped right on <laughs> in, yeah. From day one, so... She's now a co-owner. And how has that dynamic been? I mean, it's you always hear about family business, good and bad, but... Uh... I mean, if you're asking if we buck heads, 100%. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But it works out. It does. I think there's definitely probably some positives to it in terms of just the probably open and honest communication that can take place between in a family business that mm -hmm. maybe you try to sugarcoat things a little bit if they're not family members sometimes. Right. So. Uh, that's probably a little bit of a plus, I guess. Well, the age difference too, as I mean, you know, it that does help. Like just like viewing things in a different way mm -hmm. and it all does. of that. Sure, so, right, right. That's been I, good. I always thought the name was a great, brilliant stroke of genius because it's really easy for recall. Brown Bag Bistro, or a lot of people call it BBB. Um, <laughs> where did the name come from? I, was I don't her. know. I I think I don't know. I just it. One day it just 
came to me and I thought, I really like that name. Um, I hadn't Googled it or anything. I think there might be another one in Canada, the you know Brown Bag Bistro as well. Um, but I don't know, I, it's just something that stuck with me. Talk about the early stages of just where the menu came from and how you decided what to what to go with. Because, I mean, there's oh. a million things you could have done. Well, we were going to put, you know, a dozen sandwiches on the uh, menu. And uh, we talked to somebody that was in the business and said, he's like, you, don't, you guys don't know what you're doing. And I had never stepped foot in a commercial kitchen in my life. Um, and I was so, the only one that had, yeah. yeah, I had worked at the loading dock during college okay. and yep. right. that was, that was it. So, <laughs> yeah. And we listened to him. He's just like, you know, start out with a few sandwiches and perfect them. And, and that's what we did. And I can honestly tell you, I think Aaron and I have all the confidence in the world to put a new sandwich on the menu and, and know that the product that we have going out is, is good. So how many original sandwiches did you start with? Do you remember? Seven, seven eight. or eight. Yeah. 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 Uh, and and what what was there the two or three or the top two or three sellers or was did it surprise you as well like what was what sold better than than other things? The business in general has surprised. <laughs> yeah, I, right. yeah, we're very humbled um, by where where we're going with the business. Um, a couple of the sandwiches: a Sammy Rue and a Rosie Rue. And the mm -hmm. Sammy Rue um, is a regular Reuben, and a Rosie Rue is a turkey Reuben. And those are named after my parents, Sam and Rose. So Very that's cool. where that comes from. I didn't know that. So yeah. I, I've enjoyed those yeah. sandwiches yeah. a few times. So yeah. Yeah. nice to know the history is about the it. the Italian sandwich, and that's my uh, Italian last name. Awesome. Awesome. And sometimes we have, you know, kind of like a weird sandwich, and people are always intrigued by something like that. So those always sell well, too. What was, uh, to date, in five years, what's been the biggest surprise? You said it always surprises you. What What are some specific surprises about the business, good or bad? Um, the way carry out just boomed during COVID and right. then we just never looked back there. I mean, it was decent before, but now it's just like in the winter, I mean, it'll be like 75% carry out versus like 25% dine in. It just kind of depends, but that. Yeah. Cause we can only was, seat 24 inside right. of the, in the winter, yeah. Thursday through Sunday, we have extra seating at the general store, but uh, if we're not open there, then yeah, we get a lot of carryouts. So carryout was a pretty small portion of the business, well, and then COVID prior hit, to COVID. and boom. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So it didn't it, it was good for some businesses and bad yeah. for others. Yeah. So. yeah, we were. I don't know that we were expecting that at all. So that right. was a surprise for sure. Mm -hmm. So you were just out of college when it started. What other, uh, Chris, what other jobs did you had before? Well, I had, um, I had worked at WashU um, doing research. My background is in biology, so I, I did research for years. And then my brother and I rehabbed several properties. So real estate is still one of my passions to, to rehab. And uh, that's kind of where it started. He worked two and a half years um, on doing the bistro. Um, so, you know, I did a lot of the painting and, and did a lot of the hard work as well. But uh, yeah, he was the genius behind designing it all. Yeah, it's right up the street from the radio station, so I would walk by mm -hmm. it and kind of wonder what's going on what's here. Yeah. yeah, so but it, and it was, and then you started to see it take shape. It's like, wow, that's really cool. Yes, like, and yes. You really did create an unbelievably nice. He's a master space. carpenter. Yeah, I, you can never take that away from my brother. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's been the the most rewarding part of the business for for both of you? Gosh, for me, just learning a new business and following a dream. And really seeing that dream come to fruition and, you know, it growing and growing on a daily basis. Yeah, I agree. Just like, you know, every ounce that we put into it, you can see it coming back. And I think, you know, I had just came out of college, like you said, so I had never like worked for anyone else like that. So just to 
go in and like be with her every day. And it is, it's rewarding knowing that all your hard work pays off. Yeah. It's funny because all of your customers probably think they could run a restaurant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like we laugh at ourselves yes. half the time. So, yes. it's fine. Uh, so, so what are some things that the, the average person that thinks I, I could probably do that? What do they not know? I oh. mean, from the, the beginning, you just have to be willing to like, just be married to the business almost. Yeah, I mean, right. mm -hmm. there are some days I'm like, I feel like I'm just not home, which is fine. I'm not, you know, that it's part of it sometimes, but that is a big time commitment is a huge thing. And we have great hours. We're yeah. only 1030 to three during the week, Yeah, you know, and, and the weekends are short hours as well, you know, shorter hours as well. So we're not a bar, you know, it, it's nice being able to shut down early and, uh, you know, go home after that. Yeah, so th those were probably intentionally good hours to set, but even still, with the you know relatively short time window, it's still like you said, such a commitment yeah. to it. And and even when you're not there, you're there is yeah, yeah for sure. Is yep. typically how it goes mm -hmm. for most businesses. For sure, for sure. How do you handle conflict in the business when it does come about? Oh, it, it definitely yeah, it'll happen. <laughs> I mean, just you know, people will get upset on a busy day with wait times or just anything like that, and just trying to explain that, hey, like, you know, we're making these fresh, like, you know, it's not McDonald's. Like, we're, we're trying right. Right. Well, part but, of the problem, people can't see the call-in Yes. Mm -hmm. See, they don't, they don't have a So clue. they're thinking. So I've been here like, for 30 minutes. Yeah. Where's my food? Yeah, like, you know, there might be 15 tickets ahead of them right, that yeah. they just can't see. So, yeah. yeah All the more best. reason to do carry-out, <laughs> Yeah. <guess. laughs> and then, you know, COVID was just throwing <laughs> left and right, like, all the time, the different hardships but sure once you got past that it wasn't too bad what uh in in five years what role has has innovation played in the business i know obviously innovating in the carry out and and even catering some events and things like that just talk about the role that uh, innovation has played for the business gosh i'm not sure that well I just can... like getting new equipment and stuff yeah stuff like that i mean every year or so we add something new that we you know hey this maybe we'll speed this up or help us in this way. But we but, don't have any like Subway, you know, toaster ovens that are, sure. you know, that we, actually we tried it and it just, our sandwiches are not suitable for that. Mm. Yeah. And the quality was not there. And we're like, well, we can't do that. So just so always like, you're going to have to wait. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Always just trying to like think of new things. Yeah. Right. Definitely. I love the behind the scenes stuff of a, of any business really, but a restaurant in particular, just, you know, wondering just about the process of how it, how oh, it goes yeah. from order to plate. From day one. We, you know, I've learned everything. Like mm -hmm. she said, she worked at Loading Dock and knew a little bit. I knew nothing, yeah. nothing at all. Right, right. <laughs> um, you guys have the coolest looking little truck around. <laughs> Talk about where that came from and how that came about. I, it was just a, I wanted a mini food truck. So it's not a food truck per se. It's right. a food display truck. So it's a gigantic charcuterie board, if you will. And so we've done a few events with that. Cool. And that's been a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. My daughter's ears. She she works here, and her ears probably just perked up because she loves the. <laughs> she loves shirt. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah people love when so. it makes it appearances. Yeah. So <laughs> it'll be there for our five year anniversary out. Front. Yeah. Yep. You you mentioned the commitment to it. Uh, just talk about how you balance the personal and professional side of of things. <laughs> I've been self employed for so many years that it just it's just a part of my life. Right. It, it yeah. just is. Yeah. yeah. We're really good at switching off too. Like. Mm -hmm. I just got back from Germany yesterday, so hey, I gotta get away for a little bit, you know. And sure. so she'll handle it, and yeah, vice versa. Vice versa, yeah. Yeah. What uh, What advice would you have for 
maybe young aspiring business owners or somebody who's thinking about going into business for themselves right now? Boy, that's a personal decision, you know, all the way. But gosh, if you have a dream. Some people have said, don't do it. it <laughs> I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. I would just be prepared yeah, is what be I would prepared. say. Right. Yeah. I think in any business where you're self-employed, because you can't rely on anybody but yourself. So, you, but you, you know, you can go to your grave saying, I tried. Yeah. And the key is definitely finding two people that you trust and that work well with you. Yeah. Right. Um, a lot of the people we have now have been there for years. Yeah. So that's a huge one. A couple things on, on that kind of, I, I was listening to a podcast recently and he talked about, it was uh, Gary Vaynerchuk and he said, whatever problem exists in your business, if you're running it, it's your fault. So if you start to take that mentality of just 100% accountability, like don't blame others for it. Right. You know, yeah. It's your job to fix it. Yeah. No, you're um, definitely right. That's true. And even if it's another person that's, continually messing up well it's your job because you're allowing that to continue right, to happen. Right, so, right. um and, and so that that part of it is is good in a way because it it does make you think okay i just got to do it mm-hmm. uh, but, i think in all honesty being in the restaurant business that don't you feel we're very fortunate in the crew that we've had yes we, we've got a great bunch of, of kids, yeah you know and it and it's the cooks that I mean, you can come up with these menus, but you got to have good cooks. And and I think they take pride in what goes out of the restaurant. That That's interesting because, uh, you know, a lot of the business owners we've had on the show have talked about what a challenge that's been for them. Oh, it, it can since be, COVID for and, sure. And finding quality yes, employees yes. and keeping them. But yeah. Obviously, you're probably doing some things, too, to uh, have a healthy work culture and keep people. So what, what are some things along that end that you guys try to do? To- well, like she said earlier, the hours, I think, definitely help. Like, you're sure. not working at night yeah. for the most, I mean, on the weekends. But other than that, like, they're, you know, you know you're getting, we close at 3 during the week. You know you're going to get out of there and still have your day to yourself right. after that. Yeah, right. So that day. does help. Mm-hmm. We'll wrap up with just a few rapid-fire questions for you guys. So just first thought that comes to your mind, and, and you, could, you both can answer individually. So <laughs> first one is, do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? Extrovert. Extrovert. Ex- both extroverts. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yep. um, second question, plan everything to a T or go with the flow? Go, go with, with the, the flow. flow. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know if that's good or bad, but. <laughs> good and bad. Yeah. Actually, so. Um, morning person, night owl. Um, I go to bed at like 9 p.m. <laughs> like, I'm a mor- morning person. Yeah. 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 Um, biggest pet peeve. Laziness. That's mine. All right. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd have to ditto that probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have a day, nothing on the schedule. Beautiful, beautiful day. What are you doing? She's in her pool, probably. Yeah, All right. in my yeah. pool. Um, if it's if it's summertime, um, if I have a property to work on because I have rental property, I'll go work on a property. All right. We're actually uh, trying to turn a little house into an Airbnb yeah. as our next uh, business yeah. venture. So yes. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. You really kind of got the entrepreneurial bug yeah, and just absolutely. keep going. Right? And I passed it on to her, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you? Um, if in it's, Germany? I yeah, yeah. I love to travel, but right. uh, I don't get away like that all the time. But. Just if it's nice out, I'm going to be honest, just go to Grafton and like day drink and hang out. Like, that would be my ideal day. Hey, that's so. not a bad day. Yeah. So, and, and finally, uh, favorite dessert. I'm not that big of a dessert eater. So yeah, we're more of like I... carb people. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> All right, then I'll change the question for okay. you guys. Just specifically for Brown Bag Bistro, favorite sandwich on the menu. Mine is the Rugrat. Triple okay. Decker. <laughs> yes, yes. Mine. They both have roast beef on them though. So gotcha. All right. Similar a little. Well, well, thanks so much for coming on the show. If people want to find out more about Brown Bag Bistro, where can they go? 
So we're on Facebook, we have Instagram, so and we have a website, but it's Brown Bag Bistro Alton, like backslash for all of them. They're right. all the same. So and of course, physical location right on Broadway. And all yeah, that yeah. Place. So check them out, Brown Bag Bistro. Chris, Aaron, thanks so much for coming Thank on the show. Thank you Appreciate for having it. us. Thank, Thank you. you.